Hello and welcome back to season three of English Sound Building, the advanced pronunciation podcast where you do the work to build muscle, muscle memory and master new sounds. I'm Tamsin, I've been teaching English for well over 20 years and I'm reminding you as always that successful communication is possible in any one of the thousands of global English accents and there is no ideal. But pronunciation helps listening as well as speaking. It's fascinating and it's fun, and that's why we're here. If you find it useful to read as you listen, you can find a script for this podcast on my Patreon page. That's www.patreon.com slash English Brick by Brick. The link's in the episode notes. Everything is free on there. Just scroll down on the main page. I am a one-person team writing, recording and editing these podcasts in my free time though, so if you like what I do and you are able to support me, please do. Thank you so much to those of you who already are. This week is a contrast which two of my students have recently requested an episode on, but one which my learners frequently find tricky and for good reason. We're looking at the difference between the short vowels o and a. We've spoken about each of these sounds before in other episodes, so if you haven't yet listened to season one, episode eight, Top Dog, or season two, episode 17, Luck or Look, I do suggest that you start there for extra practice getting your mouth used to these sounds. It's also important to note at this point that not every speaker, including first language English speakers, has these sounds in their phonetic range. But even if you know that you don't and don't want to, today's podcast will still be interesting and important from a listening point of view. And beyond the two sounds we're looking at today, you might also find that confusion between a and e or a and a or other similar sounds also creeps in. And those will all be focuses for future episodes. We're going to briefly recap how to make the two sounds and some of the common words with each of those before contrasting them more closely and practicing some sentences with both sounds. Let's start by reviewing the o oh sound. As I noted in that top dog episode, the o oh sound is really one of the distinguishing features of English from England. In a lot of Englishes, it's replaced by a sound closer to ah. Um, and you may find that you consciously or subconsciously use that sound instead. If you want to make the o oh sound, it's a low back vowel. Your tongue needs to be low at the back of your mouth. Your mouth should be open, but your lips also rounded. Now vibrate your vocal cords in a very short burst. Remembering English short vowels are very short and you should get o, oh, o, oh, o. Oh. If you find you're not quite getting that o, oh, sound, good tips will be to lower the back of your tongue as far as you can and make sure your lips are really in that rounded position. If you're more used to making that ah sound, you might find that you don't round your lips enough to get the oh. Let's review 10 words with the oh sound. Listen and repeat. Boss. Coffee. Cost. Got. Holiday. Impossible. Lost. Not. Stop. Watch. Well done. And just one sentence with a lot of those ah sounds. I'll read it once slowly for you to grasp the words. Once at a more natural pace, I'll pause for you to repeat the sentence, then read it again at that more natural pace and pause for you to repeat again. The forest is popular 
with orange frog spotters. The forest is popular with orange frog spotters. The forest is popular with orange frog spotters. So moving on to the uh sound, as I said in that luck or look episode, speakers from broadly speaking the north of England would replace the uh with oh. So again, if you're exposed to a variety of accents, you'll hear these words pronounced in at least two ways. In fact, as previously mentioned, I use both ways myself, so just one speaker can expose you to both. If you want to make the uh sound, it can be easiest to start from the relaxed schwa sound. So start with your mouth fully relaxed as you would for schwa, uh, and then open the jaw down as far as you can and move the back of the tongue down at the same time. Vibrate your vocal cords quickly and you should get that uh, uh, uh. And again, if you find you're not quite getting that uh, I find that the two tricks here are really opening your jaw up fully. You might have to open it fuller than seems natural to you. And again, thinking about the back of your tongue and getting that lower if you can. Again, let's review just 10 words with ah. Uh. Listen and repeat. Colour. Enough. Love. Money. Much. Number. Other. Result. Summer. Under. And one sentence with lots of uh. Again, I'll read it slowly the first time, then twice at a more natural pace, pausing in between each for you to repeat. You must take enough bus money on Monday. You must take enough bus money on Monday. You must take enough bus money on Monday. Fantastic. Let's move on to contrasting the sounds. Uh, we'll start by transitioning between the sounds because this can really help you to recognize and feel the difference between them in your mouth. And you should notice that the main difference is in jaw and lip position. So moving from the rounded lips of oh to a long open jaw for ah. Oh. And you should also find that the middle of the tongue, though, moves higher in your mouth for uh. This is a really small difference, and you may notice it best by putting a clean finger gently on the middle of your tongue. Don't put it far too back. The change isn't there, and I don't want you to vomit in the podcast. So if we just move between the sounds, try to feel those changes in your mouth. Oh, 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 oh. And we'll go the other way around as well. Oh, 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 oh. Well done. We're going to look at some minimal pairs with oh and oh. We'll read the first seven together. Again, we're just going alphabetically this week. Listen and repeat. Body, buddy. Bomb, bum. Boss, bus. Collar, colour. Cough, cuff. 
cot, cut. Dog, dug. Well done. For the next seven, I will read the o word. Can you repeat both? We'll do the first one together as an example. Fond. So you should have read fond, fond. Let's try numbers two through seven. Gone. Got. Lock. Long. Not. Odder. Well done. Now listen again and check how you did. Repeat as well. Fond, fond. Gone, gun. Got, got. Lock, luck. Long, long. Not, nut. Odder, udder. Well done. And I should have said earlier, you may already have realised, as usual with these minimal pairs, we do get into some slightly less usual vocabulary. If you need your dictionaries with you, if you need to pause the podcast, go to the script, have a look at what you're saying. You don't actually have to understand these words in order to make the sounds and play with the sounds. But obviously having that extra level of understanding there helps you to map words to meanings in terms of listening and also just helps you to remember those sounds better and process all of it better if you can make that sound meaning link as well in terms of your own speech. For the final seven, I will read the uh word. Can you read both? Again, we'll do the first one together as an example. Shut. So you should have read shut, shot. Or if you did it the other way round and went shot, shut, of course, absolutely fine. Let's try the next six. Suck. Sudden. Sung. Stump. Worrier. Wrong. Well done. Now listen to both forms and check and repeat again. Shut, shot. Suck, sock. Sudden, sodden. Sung, song. Stump, stomp. Warrior, warrior. Rung, wrong. Okay, let's finish with some sentences with those minimal pairs. 
As usual, I'll read them three times, the first time slowly for you to grasp the meaning, and then the second and third time at that more natural pace, pausing in between that second and third time for you to repeat yourselves. So the first one is the title of this week's podcast, and if it's not one you're familiar with, it's an idiom meaning you are brave. You've got guts. You've got guts. You've got guts. Number two, bad luck. You rung the wrong number. Bad luck, you rung the wrong number. Bad luck, you rung the wrong number. Number three, the dog dug in the mud until its colorful collar was brown. The dog dug in the mud until its colourful collar was brown. The dog dug in the mud until its colourful collar was brown. Number four. He sung the song for so long he's hurt his lungs. He's sung the song for so long he's hurt his lungs. He's sung the song for so long he's hurt his lungs. And finally, number five. The warrior worried about suddenly getting sodden socks. It's true, sodden socks suck. The warrior worried about suddenly getting sodden socks. It's true, sodden socks suck. The warrior worried about suddenly getting sodden socks. It's true, sodden socks suck. And as always, it would be fantastic for you to see if you can make more of those sentences using the minimal pairs to practice the contrast between those sounds. And another thing that you can do, bearing in mind last week's podcast, is just to listen back to those sentences and the ones from earlier today and see if you notice the weak forms in them as well. As a last note, I mentioned the Betty Botter tongue twister again last week in terms of those weak forms, and I'll mention it again today in terms of the o oh and the o uh sounds. It's another fantastic one to work on that o oh and o uh contrast some more with all of those botters and butters in there. So we'll do the first line here, but again, that whole tongue twister is linked on my Patreon. It's tagged Betty Botter uh, for those of you who'd like a more extended practice. So the first line is Betty Botter bought a bit of butter. Betty Botter bought a bit of butter. Betty Botter bought a bit of butter. There we go. Well done. That is the end of this week's workout. Don't forget to practice as often as possible to build muscle and muscle memory, speeding the podcast up or slowing it down as you need to. If you'd like to follow me on social media, come find me on Instagram or Facebook at English Brick by Brick. 
You'll also find me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash English Brick by Brick. As you may know, I also teach online on italki. I'm fully booked at the moment, but if classes are something you're hoping for in the future, then do get in touch with me and I'll let you know when I have some availability coming up. We'll be back next week. We're sticking with the o sound, but contrasting it with a different sound next week. Another listener request, this time o and o. Enjoy sound building and I'll see you then. Bye.